Good morning. Thank you for joining me today. It's another bright and wonderful day. Father, we just appreciate you for the gift of life. Thank you for the breath in our nostrils. Lord, we say be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we are looking at a devotion for February 26. And it says, be still and know. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible because it's been an anchor for me in a difficult season over a decade ago. The reading is taken from Psalm 46 verse 10 and it says, Be still and know that I am God. I think God is talking to someone today. Be still, come to a place of quietness and know that I am God. Amen. Let's go straight to the devotional. Prayer among evangelical Christians is always in danger of degenerating into a glorified gold rush. Almost every book on prayer deals mainly with the get element, G-E-T. How to get things we want from God occupies most of our space. Christians should never forget that the highest kind of prayer is never the making of requests. I know you're going to be like, what? If I'm not making requests, then what is prayer? <laughs> Let's keep going. Prayer at its holiest moment is the entering into God to a place of such blessed union as makes miracles seem tame and remarkable answers to prayer appear something very far short of wonderful by comparison. We should be aware that there is a kind of school where the soul must go to learn its best internal lessons. It is the school of silence. Be still and know, says the psalmist. Now, just to comment on this and what we've read already. You know, we've been taught or just growing up, when you're going to pray, you say, I want something, say, go ask God. So a lot of Christians come with that mindset that when it's time to pray, it's time to ask for something. We ask for things. Oh God, give me this, give me that, give me that. But there's much more than that. That's what Toza is saying. There is more to God. Unless, of course, you are asking for the presence of God, which a lot of people like, mm, I don't need the presence. If I'm, I'm okay, if I have the blessings. But there's another dimension, the dimension of quietness, where you become still. For me, I'm still in this training or in this particular area. To just come to a place of stillness and know he's God so that he can begin to talk and minister to your heart and you hear him. If we do not come to the place of stillness, if you just come into prayer, you talk, 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 talk and go. How do you then hear when God is replying? How do you then know when God is actually talking to you? So it's in the place of stillness that you hear God. In the place of stillness, you quieting yourself, you quieting everything, all those selfish desires, and you begin to hear the true will of God for you. Amen. It might well be a revelation to some Christians if they were to get a complete quiet for a time, a time to listen in the silence for the deep voice of the eternal God. So we're going to pray this morning. Heavenly Father, 
I desire my prayer time to be more than a wish list. Help me to spend more time listening for your voice than making personal requests. So I want you to pray that prayer this morning genuinely from your heart. That Lord, I don't want my prayer time to be a time for just submitting my wish list. I want it to be a time I spend listening. What is your move this season? What are you doing this season? Lord, I want to know. I want to hear. And I pray as you meditate on this and open your heart and be still, the Lord will speak to your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, Lord, we thank you this morning. Help us to be still and know you are God. Help us to be quiet in our spirit, man, O God. Train us, Holy Spirit, to be quiet in the place of prayer that we will hear as the Lord speak in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Tomorrow is another fantastic day by God's grace. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Amen.